Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Modern Lending Podcast Live. I'm your host, Alec, and today for our third session, we're going to be talking about local marketing. Now, local marketing in COVID land has been wild, and we brought on Sean Yahara and we brought on Bill Gaylord to talk about what they're doing to combine digital and local, how they're still flexing into local, which is literally your superpower as an in-market professional. Your superpower is because you're local and nobody else is. And today we're going to have a special guest to talk about all things local marketing from third place and all that what means to what you can do today as COVID opens up to dominate in local marketing. And without further ado, let's kick it off. Woo! With the real world. All right, everybody. First question for our guest is going to be about the concept of a third place. Now, this is a fun, fun topic. A third place is a book written in, I think it was 1989, called A Great Good Place. And it talked about how all human beings have three places they go in life. Just three places. Now, some of you, we're going to challenge right now and see what your third places are. But the first place everyone goes to is your home. The second place everyone goes to is your work, which became your home a little bit in COVID. And then there's your third place. And the third place is defined as a place of community, a place of connection. And for some of you, your third place is jumping into your brain right now. And for a better explanation, let me bring on our guest. Welcome to the podcast, Alec Hansen. You know, thank you, Alec. It's just great to be on the show. It's a privilege. It's an honor. Um, big fan. And uh, yes, you're right. The Great Good Place was written in 1989 by Ray Oldenburg, and it is a fantastic fantastic look into the reality of what local marketing could and should be. So it's, it's, as Alex said before, it's your home, it's your work, and it's your third place. And I'm going to tell you this right now, the third place in your brain hasn't probably been something you would consider a place to market into because it's like your safe place. It's your fun place. It's where you go to connect and unwind and, and be with other human beings. And so because of that, we tend to not recognize it as a place to market. Now, hear me on this. We're going to go into a whole journey on this about what you should be doing because really marketing isn't about showing up in your third place, which is a safe place, a really cool place that you love to be with friends and having some kind of BSE like sales platform. But the question I always ask everybody, I always ask everybody is in your third place when you're there, does everybody know what you do for a living? Does everybody know what you do for a living? I know loan officers whose own fathers had referred out customers to somebody else. Because, and then they got the line of, dad, that's what I do for a living. And they went, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's crazy. All right, Alec, thank you. I get it a little bit. I think everyone gets it. You're a little long-winded. Let us get down to some specifics. Can you give us some real-life examples? Can you dive in to what it really means to maximize your third place? What are we doing wrong? Hit us with some facts. Yeah, so let's break it down. And that's a great question, Alec. Thank you. First of all, Let's hit some real life examples of third places. And some of you, it jumped right into your head. For example, let's say your third place is your, ch or your church or your charity. This is a great one. And, and you're invested in it. And every year you do something for it and drive forward. One of my great loan officers and a buddy of mine named Ralph, who's in Orange County, um, he pairs up with a realtor every single year and they do a toy drive. And they do a toy drive for tots. And it's, you all know what these are. You've done a million of them. You've seen them before. And they walk the streets together. He's branded. He's, he's working for this charity. He's making introductions. He's meeting the neighbors. He's going face-to-face, -face and he's collecting toys. 
He also collects emails at the end. Why? Because he says, I'd like to email you your receipt of the gift you did so you can get your tax deduction from this, from this charity. And as he lives in this and supports this charity year in, year out, he's strategically branding himself so that everybody's getting to know like who he is and what he does. Of course, he's not banging on the door being like, would you like to donate for toys? And then would you also like to give me a loan? But at the same time, he's building relationships and really cool stuff is happening. All right, so let's use another example. Let's say your favorite third place is a gym. I know for some of you, and especially during COVID, this must have been hard. You weren't able to get into the gym. But imagine what can you do at a gym? I know so many of you that are into CrossFit or into these small community gyms or into grit classes like cycle classes or whatever it is. Most of those places are small businesses run by small business owners. So what can you do in that facility? Can you go to the gym owner and offer to sponsor like a body weight, a body fat dunk tank for a 90-day challenge? Can you host a smoothie hour? Can you, can you help them run a program or an event? All the, you're already there all the time. I love the idea of like, can you buy towels? Can you sponsor a towel service for the gym? Now, does that cost money? Absolutely. But so does putting your face on a shopping cart and what's going to give you more business? You on a Lone Depot towel inside of a CrossFit gym that you pay a couple hundred bucks for a towel service for every month? Or you on a bus stop bench? I'm telling you, that is the examples of the stuff you need to start thinking about. Let's go another step further. Let's say your third place is kids sporting events. Now, I know COVID put a damper on that, but it's coming back with a vengeance. And so every Friday night and Saturday morning and all these things, you're at a kid's sporting events. How hard is it for you to get a branded 10 by 10 pop-up, a branded cooler, and show up to all the practices and all the games with shade and little waters for kids? That's not hard. That's not hard. I know you got to carry the thing out. I'm sorry. But what's going to give you, you're there every weekend with the same parents, the same people. Are they homeowners? Or should they, do they want to be? Do you see the opportunity that you could be missing out? How about a coffee shop? How many of you guys' third place is a coffee shop? You hang out at coffee shops all day long. You have the special place. Now, I know COVID, blah, blah, but just stay with me. Why don't you pop up in that coffee shop and have your brand, brand strategically placed? Why don't you buy free lattes for first responders in the coffee shop or vets or teachers and you just put a little sign up. You talk to the barista like, hey, today, I'm going to put a, when I put a sign up, anybody that's a vet or a first responder or a teacher, I want you to point to me over here in the corner and do that one of these. Seabass has got me and I'm going to buy them their latte that day. Yes. Can you spend a couple hundred bucks doing this a week? Is it going to make you get you more business than that shopping cart ad? Are you kidding me? And then let's talk lastly about a third place being a bar. This is, a, this is an obvious one, a bar or a restaurant, if that's your third place, I can literally point to, a, to a, uh, one of our best managers down in San Diego, this guy, Mike Stowers, who can point to 400, to, to, to put to hundreds of thousands of dollars of income coming from that bar. It's like, cheers. He hosts networking events there. Could you go to the owner of the bar and say, hey, can I host networking events here? He has marketing put up in the bar. One of my favorite bar ideas is coasters. Buy the coasters for the bar. Do they need coasters? you buy coasters. This is an example of what to do in a third place. This is how you maximize your marketing. This is not bus stops and bench ads and shopping cart ads. This is the game. Well, let me ask you this then, now that we're kind of digging in a little deeper here. Um, what if I'm struggling with this concept of third place? Break down for everybody and for me, 
some of the things that we can do in our local communities that may not represent our third place, but that could really represent local marketing. And hit us again with that definition of what you think local marketing really is about. Yeah, thanks, Alec. Um, good question. You've heard me say this before. Hopefully, if you haven't, and this is the first time, please write this down. Local marketing equals service to your community. Local marketing equals service to your community. That's the game. And I'm telling you right now, if you buckle up and you figure out how to be in service to your community and tie that in with strategic branding and don't ask for anything, don't expect anything, just be a great person. Trust me, they're all gonna know you do loans because you're gonna be strategically branded and they're all gonna build a connection with you. So if you're struggling with third place or you're dealing with COVID and you can't go to your coffee shop and sit there all day like you used to anymore, here's some ideas, all right? Go back and listen to my podcast with Bill Gaylord on uh, and, our, and the fun conversation we had about burgers and benefits. Are there army bases, military bases near you? Absolutely. Are, are there lots of vets near where you live? 100%. Just do a little um, test and ask people whose parents or kids or grandparents or themselves were vets and you're like 90% there. Can you go to a burger place and just say to the guy at the cashier today, hey, any veteran that walks in today, I'm going to buy them some burgers. And the, vet, the guy would be like, yeah, that's weird, but cool, bro. Do you? That's awesome. And then you have the option right there with everyone to come in and sit there for two hours, sit there from 11 to one. You're probably gonna spend a couple hundred bucks and, and buying burgers for vets. But during that time, as they get their burger and just say, look, I'm gonna buy you a burger. But while they're cooking it, like the four minutes or three minutes it takes to cook that burger, can I share with you about your VA home buying benefit? And I got a flyer here too. And look, do you own a home? Oh, you do. Have you ever looked at, you know, you know an Earl is or a Streamline? Guys, this is a no brainer. Go be in service to your community. And if all of them say no, every single veteran was like, no, creepy guy, I will not talk to you about a loan. And you go, no, what? No, no stress. Enjoy the burger. And you're a good freaking human being for buying someone a burger. This to me is a no brainer. How about this? If you don't have a third place, are there community service things happening around your city? Yes. Like I got this all the time. Like Alec, my third place is a beach. How do I market there? Organize a beach cleanup. It's your beach. Is there crap there? Organize something to help support the third place you love. I love hiking. Organize something to help clean up or fix the trail. Put some money into the stuff you love. Do it in service and invite the community in. This is your superpower against things like Quicken who are buying internet leads. This is things you can do that no one else can do. Here's an awkward one, and I'm just going to give it to you. And you're like, oh, my third place. Uh, I just like to drink with friends. Okay, that's your third place. Drink with friends, no judgment. We're in the nest, totally fine. Then host some think and drinks. Bring in community members. Invite realtors in once a month. Invite business owners in once a month. Invite financial planners. Invite the community in. Host it at the local bar where you go drink anyway and hang out and meet new people. You think that's going to lead to loans? Do you need to hit everyone in the face? with you need a refi? you need a purchase? No, of course not. You just being with everybody, being a great person, coordinating these events. You hear things like this, be the mayor of your town, be a connector of people. And that is absolutely how you dominate local marketing. Hey, you forgot one, dude. You forgot one from our conversation before the podcast started. So you blew it. Talk about the pie guy. Come on, give us the details on the pie guy. What's the story there? Oh, the pie guy is so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I met a recruit up in Washington and he has one marketing thing he does every single year. And I was like, oh, hit me with it. I'm ready. I love this kind of stuff. And he's like, I host a pie tasting co uh, competition. And I was like, what? Yeah, pie tasting competition. What I do 
is I go to all these restaurants and bakeries around the city. I invite all my past clients in, all my realtors in, and I buy like 70 pies or maybe it's 50. I I don't remember. Don't judge me. But it's all these pies. Everyone comes in and they just taste pies and they vote on who won the best one and he gives a little award out to, uh, to, the, to, the, to the bakery that won. How much does that cost? Like three, 400 bucks to bring everyone in? It's an annual thing. Everybody loves it. Everybody's like, this is incredible. I want to be involved in the pie thing. My friends, it doesn't have to be so complex. Like I don't have a third place. Then, then just have fun with your community. All right, that's the angle. Fun with your community. Got anything else for me, Alec? Okay, Alec, that's some good stuff here, but where's, this, where's the one-two punch? Let's take it digital. These are all terrific local examples of how to increase influence. Um, but one of the things that we all learned from my podcast with Sean Yahara was the power of taking that local interaction and creating a digital blend to it. You even heard it from Bill Gaylord last week. So hit us with the digital. How do we take this to the next level? Yeah, I mean, when we're talking local marketing, guys, you have to understand that there's a one-two punch opportunity available for you in this game. So yes, if you do burgers and benefits and you're buying veterans burgers all day, or yes, if you're doing a pie eating contest or a pie tasting contest, eating could be fun. All that stuff's amazing. If you're doing lattes for first responders or teachers in your coffee shop, all that's epic, incredible, love it. Document it, document it, film it, talk about it, share it, and 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 you can, your reach goes, yes, yes. You might've bought burgers for like 25 veterans that one day or that weekend. That's amazing. But now you get to post it. Now you get to share what happened. You don't even have to think of like cool things to say. It's all documented. Just, just share it across all your social channels. Send it to your past customer base. E-blast it out. It's rad. It's fun. It's cool. It's community connecting. This takes that one event and it makes it timeless. One event that everyone will forget about in a year, and now it's on YouTube, now it's on Facebook, and they can see it again and again and again. This is the absolute combination. I know we're talking local marketing, but we've got to talk a little bit about how to make it digital. By the way, your local community, if you've done the work, they're in your digital community too, so it's the same people, so it's a one-two hit. This is how you play. This is how you play big in both sections. Do you feel me? This is your advantage over the companies that are all lead up, lead by, lead ag. They can't do this stuff. They can't be in your local gym. They can't be um, meaning physically, like with them. With they can't be at your kids' soccer games. They can't be at the coffee shops, at your churches, at your charities. They can't be in the bar like you can physically. I'm telling you, not everybody needs to know that you're smashing them in the face and asking for loans. But if you're in service to your community, if you're connecting human beings, and if you're doing it in a place you love that you're already there naturally, start a bike club. If you're start a Loan Depot bike club, buy Loan Depot uh, spandex. Uh, maybe maybe some of you shouldn't, but you feel me. Like like just have fun. I, let me give you a couple more examples, Alec. Before you cut me off, don't don't cut me off. Check this out. Okay, I know a friend, uh, a loan officer who is really into RC car racing. You know what RC cars are. The little cars, and you build them and they, you race them. And I was like, okay, that, if that's your thing. He's like, well, how do I local market there? And I go, well, do kids do it? Do kids do the, the RC car racing? And he's like, yeah, yeah, they do. And I'm like, okay, why don't you host an, uh, a Lone Depot 500 RC car race on a month or uh, you know, 90 days from now and market it and brand it and have a, have a colored green and purple checkered flag and a little thing. And, and the winner gets a Nintendo Switch. 
what's that cost? Like four hundred dollars, two hundred used or something like. Dude, you know how many kids would be stoked? Or the the, the brand prize could be sixty dollars, and like nine year olds would be like, "I'm rich." It we don't have to make this complicated. But if you're sitting in your office, you're losing the opportunity to make huge community impact in your local market. If when I coach loan officers directly about how they're going to get business in 2021 or 2022 or any year that we do business planning. I'm always asking, what's your branding uh, you know, strategy? What's your, what's your digital marketing strategy? What's your realtor-centric strategy, referral partner strategy? And what's your local marketing strategy? Because by the way, many of you are probably waking up to this. You can invite realtors into this local marketing strategy. Yes, you can. You can invite them into the cleanups or into the events or into, they, they may be at the same gym with you. You can invite them into this conversation. And now you have this unbelievable place to play where nobody else can play. Remember, local marketing is about being in service to your community. Local marketing is about being a connector of humanity inside your community. It is not about sitting in your office responding to emails. When you understand this, you can leverage your third place. You can leverage social media to document the cool things you're doing. You can be in service to the people around you. You can be inviting people to your, to your thinking drinks and entrepreneurs and having them. It's endless. And it's so available to be personalized into what you're into. I don't care if you play Magic the Gathering, the card game, and you go on Saturdays and you host actual like or Dungeons and Dragons, and you're the dungeon master. Host it by Lone Depot. Have some fun. Put on events. Do things that bring people together in ways that you care about, not in ways that you think are going to drive you business. Be a connector of people. You know, I, I, I know this has been an absolute silly type of a thing, Alec, interviewing myself on this, but this topic is so important to talk about because it's not being worked. We are not doing it. We are sitting in our offices. We are doing, or our homes. We're doing business the old way. It is not how you win in the future be in service to each other, be a builder of community, do it around things you love and like, do it in places that you're already naturally there. Make sure everyone knows you're, the, you're an absolute amazing mortgage professional, but do it in such a way that you're not shoving it in their face. Do it in a way of being in service. Does that make sense? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? What's your local marketing strategy? Have fun. Go connect humans. Alec, I'm done, dude. I got nothing else. All right, Alec. Well, thank you for being a special guest on this episode of the Modern Lending Podcast. For all of you that are watching this in the future, hit us up with a hashtag bypass that always gives both of us a little bit of joy to let us know that you took two seconds out of your day to just listen to some of this content and hang out with us. I appreciate everything you all do. Thank you for hanging out with us with another episode of the Modern Lending Podcast, and we'll see you guys on the internet.